What is up, gamers, geeks, and nerds? It's Zombie Hugs, and we have an amazing show for you today. We interviewed Gnarly. If you don't know who Gnarly is, he's a Twitch partner and a really awesome guy from Ohio. And we got really in depth of who he is as a person, but we also talk about platforms like Twitch and YouTube. What's better? What's worse? You know, what could be changed? So not did we just get to know Gnarly as a person, but some of his opinions on a lot of different things. And I was really happy to have him as one of my first guests on the podcast. So just sit back, relax, and let's get into it. All right, hopefully everything's working and we're recording now. Thank you, Gnarly, for joining me today on Gamers, Geeks, and Nerds, the podcast where we learn the insider information about content creators from gamers, geeks, and nerds from all over the place. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me, dude. Uh, sorry about the late replies on the um, the DMs and stuff, but I finally got a chance to be in here. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Um, so basically, I how I plan on running this uh, interview more like kind of like inside the actor studio meets Nardwar meets like between two ferns just something kind of relaxing to be able to kind of get to know you because I feel like a lot of communities don't really get to know the person and who they were and how they got to where they are so I kind of wanted to be able to give that opportunity to content creators to show like who they really are outside of just being a streamer or being a TikToker or you know somebody that's kind of famous I guess you can say you know because everyone's human i like it yeah (laughs) i mean essentially you are people know who you are (laughs) and uh you know people recognize you and everything like that so you are essentially kind of famous right yeah i mean yeah i mean i guess i've actually been hearing that it's like after like i said we were kind of talking before a show there's like when ninja blew up after that it's like if you have a verified check mark next to your name like people instantly associate it with fame you know oh yeah absolutely there's been a lot of times where I've seen a partner in somebody else's chat. I'm like, oh, I got to click on that name and see who they are, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just different, you know, especially for me with my humble beginnings and where I'm at now. I just, I feel, I feel more, you know, like down to earth, I guess. Right. Speaking of humble beginnings, uh, I mean, you have the gamer tag gnarly on Twitch, which is something not a lot of people can have the opportunity to have such a simple word and name. Um, do you remember your very first gamer tag? uh my like on the internet or for yeah Twitch? L- like on the internet your very first <laughs> online gamer tag my first very online uh, gamer tag actually okay before gaming it was actually gnarly nate which is okay. my name's Nate. so i that was like i was like maybe like 11 or 12 and you know i'm 32 now so this is way back in like the early 2000s or something i was a skateboarder so there was another nate that was a skateboarder so they used to call him uh, they used to call him Nate, and then they started calling me Gnarly Nate and Tall Kid. So those are like the two <laughs> names I was given. And then MySpace comes out, and I've been Gnarly Nate on MySpace. I've been Gnarly Nate ever since, but my first okay. gamer tag was Jailbait Nate. But I didn't start playing <laughs> until, until Xbox Three or Xbox One. That was the yeah. first time I came back to uh, to like to play. Like I, so I haven't been around the whole video game stuff sphere that long do you know why you picked jailbait nate um uh, i'm uh i'm a i'm a turd bird let's just put it that way <laughs> I, I thought it was funny you, know? you thought it was funny like most you know teenagers and little kids do they i think the worst one that i had i mean my very first gamer tag was psycho squirrel but i i was specifically remember looking up in the dictionary how to spell squirrel because i didn't know exactly how it was spelt but I didn't look up Psycho, so I spelt it S Y C O. So I was Cisco Squirrel. <laughs> I I am dyslexic, so I'm pretty sure when I spelled Jailbait Nate, it was completely wrong as well. So okay, uh, I'm dyslexic too. So okay, oh, so be, being dyslexic, I know I have trouble reading chat sometimes. Do you do your mods bully you? Uh, do you know what's crazy is I don't even I've almost never had mods in my whole okay. life. I am I am like the wild west of the internet, man. Wow. It, but but every, but the thing is, my average age, of my audience is is twenty five plus. Like okay. I'm, 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 I'm like old cat, I guess, type of person. But um, yeah, you know, every once in a while, they're like, sometimes I can't even like, like it's just Nate's gonna read the uh, gnarly's gonna read the chat the way gnarly's gonna read the chat. 
I'm like, yeah, they did. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> your community is so blown. much nicer than mine. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, I can't read it, worth crap. Yeah, it, it's like it's really an age thing. It's like I learned like, and you know, you're not really supposed to like kind of let people tell their age. There's something about it. I don't know. Yeah. I always ask her once in a while. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, but we are an older audience, and then people just kind of volunteer and say how old they are. Right. And it's it's I don't have anyone usually under the age of 25, but it also might be like the the audience I'm targeting. But it's it's awesome because they pretty much self police themselves. It's like I don't have to worry about it. So yeah, cool. that's good. I don't typically I I have been in some communities where it just seems like troll after troll after troll where I don't really get those too much. And I personally, I love trolls because one, they're giving me content and two, they're just funny and I'm going to troll them right back. Do you feel like that's what happens when you have trolls coming to your chat as well? Um, Speaking about communities, you know how like they say like, like people foster the communities and that that's where like everything comes from or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it's real because have you seen you know Myth right? Well, used to yeah. formerly known as TSM Myth. Mm-hmm. He um he his community. He's such a nice guy, and if you ever watch his chat, his chat's absolutely horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I I, know, I like I said, I don't. I rarely deal deal with trolls. I did have a um a like uh, a SWAT incident happen on me, unfortunately. Really? Uh, when I was playing, yeah, when I was playing Elder Scrolls, that was the but it was like the only trolls I've ever had. And it was at the most deepest, darkest corner of a person control, you know? Yeah. That's, that's literally probably the worst thing that somebody could do to you. I mean, are you willing to talk? Are you willing to talk about that? Like what happened? Absolutely. Yes. So, um, I, I was, I was a big, uh, I played M. Um, I was a variety caster first. I did that from, I started streaming in 2015 and I streamed for about a year and I didn't really know that like, 40 50 average views back then was good and i i you know so i quit for a while i went back to school and i finished my my i worked in surgery um as a surgical first assist i finished my school and i came back and i started streaming i was doing variety and i got back up to about 60 set like 60 views was about my top and then I played Elder Scrolls Online, and I was like, oh, crap, my Elder Scrolls Online, I instantly go up to 100 to 120 average views, and I was like, I was Philly at the time, and I really wanted to get partner. So I just decided, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And um, the thing with Elder Scrolls, it's a beautiful game. The devs really care about it. Zenimax cares about their, their game, everything. The community is passionate, and they're amazing, but there is like a very toxic, dark side of that, com- that game and that community. And um, they have like a PVP event in the middle. They call it Mid-Year Mayhem. And uh, I got word that uh, a boat, a boatload of us that were on like the Elder Scrolls stream team, which is Bethesda's stream team, were going to swat all of us. So um, Discord, and th- this is with anyone out there listening. Um, if you know about any of this, Discord will not hide their server information. They will give you their server information, all the private messages send them to you and so we got all these things where they were planning on swatting me and a few other members of the community so i got ahead of it first i called my my uh my local police station and i told him i was like hey this is what's gonna happen but yeah i was uh i was almost swatted and the only reason why i was swatted is because i was associated with um the stream team for whatever it is i didn't do anything wrong other than just being a streamer which is uh, like officially through Bethesda too. It's not like just some random group, um, you know, that you guys are just a bunch of friends who made up. It's an actual company and somebody out there decided to basically be a terrorist and try to wreak havoc on just normal streamers for no apparent reason. And it was actually pretty interesting because in one of the the, the documents that uh, Discord sent over, it was... It would they they timed it for not only mid year mayhem but that was when all the riots and everything and the the tension was happening over here in America, and they they tried to time it so that wow. way they could get the biggest response possible. So they literally terrorists. They were just doing yeah, it, it for. It, it's crazy, and that none of them were American. Um, so it, there was you know like now we're in like weird things, but that was like two years ago. I definitely tried to move past it. It's one of those things that always is going to sit in the back of your mind because it's like your personal security, privacy, and all your friends and family are at stake at that point in time. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, especially like me. So I have two kids at home. So if that were to happen to me, and I'm downstairs, my kids are typically upstairs. So if they came through the door first, my dogs and my kids are going to be the first ones that see them. And that's scary to think about. What? That, it's also traumatizing for the oh, yeah. development. And that that's one thing I because I, I also like I have a girlfriend and uh, like a, it would be like a stepchild at this point. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like it like the the game changes, right? Like you're trying to protect them and stuff like that. And I have to right. I like we don't even share on like my, if my Facebook and everything. It's like you can go to my Facebook, everything's stripped from it. And she's like, well, why am I not showing up? I'm like, I'm literally protecting you. Right. Is your profile's like uh is not private mine is and there are some people out there that not everyone wants to do harm and it's a very slim case um that this can happen but it's always a possibility so much rather take the precautions oh yeah absolutely i mean my dad worked for the federal government and the one thing that he said was don't tell anybody i work for the federal government because it's a very slim chance but somebody might kidnap you and use you as leverage and i'm like (laughs) i'm like a 10 year old kid i'm like okay dad the viewers at home right now they're like oh so that's how i get my ransom right well not anymore he's <laughs> retired he doesn't give a shit <laughs> um that's crazy yeah so okay so you're you have a girlfriend do you live with your girlfriend no 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 you I, don't... I actually i live with my 72 year old roommate who's actually my dad um <laughs> well that's still it, cool yeah i mean it, it does it just makes sense i mean the thing is is i i lived so when when I when I quit streaming originally in like 2015, I finished up school for surgery. I live I used to live in Phoenix and I used to live in San Diego. I'm from Ohio originally, um. So I you know I lived out there and like my roommate was a surgeon and I, you know I lived on my own and everything. But it just it just doesn't make sense. Like I mean the you know and then on top of that Twitch to even if like I'm in the top 10,000 of people getting paid from Twitch when that leak came out. Right. So I'm like up in the very, very tippy top. But even then, I still barely break minimum wage. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then How the government hard? also takes 30% of it. So, yeah. And that's, I mean, it's not like it comes out automatically, like, you know, like I get paid from my full time job. It, it automatically gets taken out and I get money back at the end of the year. You own your own business. So you have to pay the government. It is absolutely insane. Like, it's, it hurts so much. It's like, oh, I'm sure it does. I, I hate giving the government any more money than I have to. It, yep. It's heartbreaking when I see those taxes, and it, it's never easy. Um, okay, so y- you have a girlfriend. You said that she has a kid? Yeah, she has a kid. Okay, and you're involved in the kid's life, so you're kind of like this. How long have you been with them? Uh, I've been with her for seven months now. Seven months? Okay, it's so like it's like an evolving process. It was like, right. no, you don't. But I mean, I'm going gonna to toot my own horn here, but I am. I am very like I'm very sensible when it comes to a lot of things and I was raised with like my dad owns like a pretty large company. I was raised with a really level head and and business sense and everything else. Um so we like kind of I worked into it and now it's like, you know, when once you know, you know type of shit. Yeah. And we're we're flying at full gears and everything. So it's it's still really hard because it's I'm still working into it because if you if you don't personally have your own genes and like mm-hmm. it's a kid, it's yeah. it's always going to be a little bit difficult. Do you have any of your own kids? No, no. not at all. Okay, I so did, I, I, the, the only animal that I owned my whole entire life was a hamster when I was like six. Really? You didn't have any yeah. pets growing up at all? Nope. Wow. Well, Poochie and a Furby, if that counts. <laughs> I mean, it could count. Um, so this is kind of like all brand new to you yeah oh yeah it's it's uh it's a learning curve it, it it's 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 weird though because like i i did learn how i really good at separating like like i talk about them a little bit like on my stream but i don't yeah. get too far into it um yeah like i, I do like a more like an update on things or if i have something yeah. serious i want to talk about but o- overall it's like my stream time is my stream time from like eight o'clock in the morning till four o'clock that's that and then like i even give it like two hours after i kind of do the personal stuff upload clips to tiktok figure out what i'm going to do or whatever else and then uh push out that content and then and then i'm done so it's pretty much like a a six to six so 12 hours a day it's like i'm completely separated from them so right which i mean any job kind of gonna have to do that anyways right yeah i mean it's definitely a lot it's a lot different because 
as a Twitch broadcaster, content creator, content creation and stuff kind of becomes just your life, right? Like 24 seven it, it never turns off. My girlfriend also, she's a makeup artist and very successful one at that. So she does weddings and photo shoots and all these other things. And since we both have jobs that are one taxable and we have to pay our own taxes to the government, which kind of sucks. <laughs> she, she does really well. She like, honestly, she blows out like the top, like 2000 broadcasters and Twitch. Like she's killing. Oh, wow. It. Which, which is crazy. Cause it makes me think about it. Like I love Twitch because yeah. I, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for, I love the adrenaline feel when you have like, I don't know, 200, a thousand people watching you in your stream. Right. Like, that is what gets me going or building community, talking to people. But if I was doing it financially, man, I'm in the wrong business. I'll just <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially when there's other websites that are paying content creators a lot more. Yeah. Too. What do you what do you think about that? Like, like everywhere, the least amount anyone even in this is like, what, 70, 30? Right. I mean, the hardest part for me and how I think about it is that it's not like they couldn't do more for us but they also have the best looking platform, the best UI platform. And that's the only reason why I use Twitch is because of and, the platform. Yep, the call, it, it, it's one of those things you can't beat, right? Culture, uh, the UI, the emotes, the vibes. Yeah. It, it, but they, they could, and I, I love that argument that people say where they're like, well, Twitch doesn't make any money. It's like, dude, they make enough. Oh, they make they, they make a lot of money. Don't even try 30. to play like they don't. They make billions of dollars every year off of subs, and I mean, just those Amazon subs. It goes right back to them. It's, yep. it's, it goes right back to them. That's their money. They they, <laughs> they make plenty of money, and Amazon's a very 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 rich company. Like they could do a lot more if they wanted. And I think the hardest part for me would be like the customer service part of it there's no customer support at all or no user support at all and that's well, i'm gonna give you my inside point because i have i will not say the person's name but i have twitch staff members that are in my channel every day people that are work at twitch rivals people that work in accounting people that work partnership stuff like and that that's one of the things for being around for so long and being well networked into it there's only like two thousand people that work at twitch there's 9 million streamers on Twitch. Right. It's not even counting viewers and everyone else. Um, and, and like, that's why like, I kind of get a little frustrated when people are like, well, I expect like a response before a 24 hour window. Right. It's just sometimes not plausible when you're, there's 2000 people it's, and all those 2000 people aren't just there for customer service. They're like, you know, UI devs. Or, yeah. I mean, I don't expect know. a dev to respond to me about, you know, my Twitch sub, you know, problem or whatever. Um, but you would think that with a company so big, especially one that's funded by Amazon, that they could have their own like customer support service area and hire more people. But, you know, that's, it is what it is. You know, you can't really. I, yeah, I would love that too. Uh, the, one of the other interesting parts as well is that they haven't been in office since February, 2020. Wow. They just returned back to office. Yeah. So everyone's been working remotely as well, too. Um, and and it, it's exactly what you said, though. I mean, it's it is funded by Amazon, but it is not run by Amazon. Right. Um, and I understand. I, I, I'm frustrated with, too. I would like them to do more. I would like them to, you know, have someone for customer service or if, you know, they have, they have to walk a fine line as well, too. It's like when you're banned, you don't know why. No one really knows why until like you know there's it's disputed or what and i understand why they do that but it it does suck it really does suck i would like to have a little bit more support but right i think that moving on into the future because i think they just went back to office like a month or so ago right so it's it's a whole new experience so hopefully you know they can get together and actually move forward with this i mean would you ever switch from twitch actually probably not and i am an, a very big analytical guy and um it was like when people when everyone left for mixer i instantly knew i was like mixer's not gonna do it there i and they also the way that they went about it they weren't thinking they went right after only fps players right ninja yeah. shroud fps fps no culture no you know shroud literally can just press go live and not read chat one bit he doesn't have it 
And then when they got that King Goliath guy or whatever his name is, yeah, uh, I was like, that's a smart move because that guy has you know a community. But it you have to. I feel like you have to get the blanket community. Like um, like say you know now the new things YouTube. So they went after Courage. Uh, Doctor Disrespect got banned, so he's over there. And then yeah, they got Tim the Tat Man and Doctor Lupo. And that that's a pretty good group and a pretty good blanket. Yes, but you, like it did not take almost anyone really from the platform right. at all it pretty much just left it at a plateau if anything and then so i was like okay you know that's pretty interesting and then they went out and got ludwig and i was like now they would go after like a huge chunk of the otk um like you know like the, the just chatting the people that really kind of build the culture mm-hmm. because i think that they could do well but i personally wouldn't leave i'm i am going to uh i am going to post more on like tiktok and youtube and everything else but i i don't the only thing that i see that even does well for translating for content like streaming was youtube like tiktok's too short it really is and i feel like the hardest part with youtube is just the discoverability and then the ability to network and connect with other people like on twitch after i'm done with my stream i can host or raid somebody completely random or one of my friends and I can bring that community over to them. And the UI is built to be able to just sanction those live streamers where YouTube's just a upload share video thing where their live, their live stuff's cool, but it, I don't, I don't look at it for gaming. I look at it more for like, lie like um new york times you know doing new year's eve or something like that like i would love to watch new year's eve live stream on youtube i wouldn't really watch it on twitch and what's interesting about that whole thing is um so yeah yeah with the ui and in the culture and building everything it's I just don't know if they're going to do it. Like, what, what do you, what, hold on. I just want to know, what are your thoughts on like TikTok and everything? I love TikTok. It, it's so good. It's, it's entertaining. I love that it's not me trying to find content creators to follow. I can just browse the For You page forever and discover new people all the time. See, I love it, but um, you do, that's like one of the worst conversion rates. And there's certain games, though, that do well, like Valorant. You know that. The, actually, yeah, you play Valorant, right? I do play Valorant, yes. Have you got a lot of followers off of TikTok? From Valorant? No. I'll, t- okay, I'll tell no you what. Not many people know this. I have a second TikTok account where it's called What's in the Box. And I was posting Pokemon card openings, Pogs, and uh, blind boxes. I had almost, I have like just less than 10,000 followers on that account. But I'm bored with it and I don't ever use it. And I want to do more with Twitch, but I do not get any followers on my content at all. It- TikTok's interesting for me. So let, let me go back to the uh, the YouTube thing uh, for a second because my brain went back. I have ADD, so, you know, <laughs> my shit's all over the place. Um, so one thing that's interesting with TikTok, sorry, viewers and listeners. Um, but yeah, what, when, going back to the YouTube situation and like not browsing for live content, one thing that's very interesting is they've said before, we're not going to make a system where kings can stay kings. And I don't feel, I don't find that comfortable, dude. Like, I, I'm like trying to one of the believers that like, if I work hard and I get to 100 viewers and then that 100 viewers can turn into 200 and that 200 can turn into 400 and then 800. And then, yeah, I, I'm a, and I've seen it happen where like, I've got to 60 viewers and that 60 viewers turned 120 real quick. Right. And I don't, I don't like the whole, the fact that like, and, and this, this is why I brought up the TikTok thing is I don't like the fact that like, if I post content on TikTok, like one video can get 700 million views and the next video can get fucking three. Right. Right. I'm sorry for my cussing. No, um, you're good. It's, it's a mature <laughs> okay, podcast. Okay. You're good. And then, uh, another, you know, and like, I hate that. And then YouTube's doing the same thing. And that's one of the issues yeah. that I have with YouTube is like, and even right now, I think PewDiePie and uh, Philip DeFranco said it as well, too. He was like, um, or uh, he was like, yeah, like, you know, like, it doesn't matter how many subscribers you have. Like, 
their subscribers sometimes never see your videos unless they go click on your page right. to see if you're posting videos. Yes. Because, and then they're like, well, we want to make it so there's no kingmakers. I actually think the reason why they're doing that is so they're not giving one content creator too much power, even though they're working hard to get it. That's yeah. why I like Twitch. It's like you can work really hard and you can post as much as you want on Twitter and you can get a few lucky videos on TikTok. And you can get a few lucky videos on YouTube and, you know, and that's how you can grow. Like, yeah, it's, it's super hard to grow on Twitch. There's still ways of doing it there. You know, like yeah. I have definitely have been able to make it. Um, but you know, like there's, there's ways of doing it, but Twitch is like one of those ones where it's like, they're not going to be like, Oh, well you have not, you know, your XQC with 80,000 people, but we don't like you XQC. So we're going to slip you down and shadow ban you and put you in like the bottom of the category. Right. And like, I love that Twitch won't do that to you, unlike YouTube or TikTok or even Twitter, you know? Right. So with you being this big Twitch streamer and everything like that, like in being so focused on like content creating and everything like that, what's been like your biggest accomplishment so far in the years that you've done it? Like, what do you feel is like your biggest accomplishment? Is it becoming partner or have you had something else where it's just like even bigger than that, where you're just proud of that you've done it? Partner was the biggest letdown I've ever had in my life. Uh, it's because we, as a affiliate or as a streamer, you worship the idea of becoming a partner. And when you achieve it, it's like you, you, there is that, Oh my God, I'm partner cry best moment of my life experience. But then like, there's nothing after it. It just feels empty almost like you have, then it comes to the point where it's like, you're chasing something that they dangle in front of you. Right. And when you achieve it, there's just nothing after it. And okay. you got it. Then it's like, you have to motivate yourself to make yourself what it needs to. But what about Sorry, like your part, your partner boxes, you know? Okay. So that, that's pretty, <laughs> well, that's like the first form of validation. Like yeah. that's when you get the partner box, it's like, Oh my God, they appreciate me. Those were pretty but, cool. I got to see a lot of people post their partner boxes and I'm like, I really love enamel pins. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I really wish I could have affiliate pins. Yeah, that's one of the cool things. But yeah. one of the one of the things I've realized, especially over my time of being a broadcaster, is that there's other things outside of it that really make or break you as a content creator. And a lot of people wrap their head around this partner stuff. But right. like Bethesda flew me, or well, I flew myself up, but they got me like free tickets in the E3. Uh, I sat smack dab in the front row, center of the uh of the e3 2019 thing i made on a pewdiepie video for going oh yeah in the background <laughs> that was that was our group that was making those cheer right. noises and um yeah so we made it on a pewdiepie video and a couple other things those achievements mean more to me now like now that like developers are wanting to work with me like one of the one of my other biggest accomplishments was so it was bethesda going to e3 vip'd everywhere got the walk in with industry pass early talked to all these developers once you do that you realize that like the video game industry is on like you think to 2000 people twitch is small like the video right. game industry is super 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 small like you that that's one of those things that's why you got to watch your p's and q's as a streamer an affiliate or anything right um but yeah i would say i'd say definitely be like Partnership was a big one, yeah, but it wasn't like the ultimate crowning factor. Um, you know, like the stuff Bethesda did, and like me being on the launcher for ESL, or me streaming like with the Bethesda devs. Uh, uh, I met Todd Howard and Elon Musk at E3. That was pretty awesome. That's pretty um, badass. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other things. It, it's more of like. It, like I guess it's more the validation that you get from video game companies. Yeah. Like Fall Guys, when before they announced Fall Guys, were like, "Hey, you're funny. I like your stream, your attitude, your style." And like, uh, and it was like a very personal like message, not like one that's just like, "Hey, right. this game." And they're like, "We have this game coming out." And you know, there's just there's so many different things outside of it. But, but I'd say like, partner is a crowning achievement, but. Right. I wouldn't hang all your energy on becoming a partner because there's so many casters out there that are affiliate or like that do YouTube and have, they're affiliate on Twitch and they have millions of followers on TikTok and stuff that are that are just equally as, as amazing. It's just it's just nice to have that little check mark.
Right. I mean, and that's cool. That's I mean, that's good to hear too, because I feel like that's that's the more important accomplishments as well as like being able to have those memories, like becoming a partner. Yeah, like you said, is cool, but having the ability to be able to go to like E three and other conventions and meeting those people, like those memories are going to stick with you forever, regardless of what happens next. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's there's so many weird things. Like, uh, I'm a Browns fan, and uh, Jedrick Willis. Uh, who's uh, on the Browns? He's a lineman. We, we became friends through Twitch. Uh, the guy from Letter Kenny, his name's Evan J. Stern. We Love became him. friends. Stuart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Love I that had guy. no clue who he was. I like yeah. we he, we became friends, and then I watched his the, the Letter Kenny the other day, and it blew my mind. Yeah. And then um, there there's a there's just a plethora of people that like that that kind of come. There there's so much that comes from, but I definitely right. think people put too much value in the partnership and don't focus on like themselves right and, like what they represent and all this other so is there anything that you're excited for next like in the future like coming up that something that you're just really excited for i know covid's kind of put a stop to a lot of it but is there anything coming out that you're just really excited to be able to do uh definitely going back to a convention uh one thing i think makes it worth it in my eyes is when you go to a convention and okay so story time the the first convention I went to and I had to speak at, which was how to make uh, Twitch a business or how to make how to you know how to turn into your job, and I was in Phoenix and I went up a I, I had like this media press badge thing and I was going up this like escalator in the back and I I hopped on the escalator and I shit you not William Shatner Will Wheaton and some Italian guy that's like in a lot of movies and I think he's in a lot of Adam Sandler movies on the escalator behind me because they're going to sign stuff at the top floor and this so william shatner looks at me and he's like me he's like what do you do and he's looking at my badge just having a conversation i was like well i play video games on the internet and people watch me <laughs> he was like that's so weird you know right. and like we had this whole conversation and, and me and him were like vibing i was like oh my god this is william shatner i didn't know who will wheaton was or the i knew the what the other guy looked what? like that was behind him I had no clue. I what? don't know who Will Wheaton was at the oh time. Oh my God! You're such a letdown. Well, everyone knows Shatner, but Will Wheaton. If you never I watched know. Big Bang Theory, well, I, that's when I realized who it was. Yeah, it was during I came home for uh, like a holiday, and then my dad was watching Big Bang Theory, and I was like, I know that guy. Like, <laughs> you met Will Wheaton? <laughs> oh my God! I would I would have had a heart attack if like the the elevator doors open and I see those people, I'd be like, <gasps> no. I mean, yeah, I'm not the type that gets starstruck very often, but I think it would be really cool just to be able to be in the same building as them. Because I'm, you know, being from Michigan, I don't really run into that many famous people. Yeah, it, it's is one of those things. I mean, it's a convention and it's a private area where you can only get back there with a certain badge. Right. So it's like, the, I don't know, it was really cool. So we get up to the top of the escalator and I'm walking to go through the door. So, of course, I open the doors for them as they're walking through and then like we're still kind of chatting a little bit and then a guy his name's zero cool az i remember his gamer tag it was gnarly nay and <laughs> william shatner is standing next to me right and i was like it, and this is when i was like maybe a thousand followers or something like this like it was it was a little while ago and i was like oh my god and he was like who are you he's like zero cool and i gave him a hug and then shatner pats me on the back and says he's like all right it was a pleasure talking to you and walks off with the, the group of three people and I was like, Zero, do you know who that guy was? He's like, I have no clue. I was like, that's what? William Shatner. You knew me over William Shatner? <laughs> this, that, that would be a really good feeling. 100%. It, so conventions are definitely the, one of the things I want to. It's like, it's, it's awesome. It's going to be our first convention as a partner. Um, it's going to be awesome to get in there and talk to uh, people that watch my channel, right. other streamers that I've built relationships with over these two and a half years, however long COVID been. Yeah. And uh, so I'm looking forward for, to that. And the, outside of that, I mean, uh, I've had internet issues for six, seven months. So if you, any of you guys out there know, it's, it's a terrible thing to experience because streaming is all about mo momentum. Right. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so I like I'm just excited to have the internet back. I'm I, I, it's like I took a mental break and I have clarity and I did some soul searching and I realized this is what I want to do with my life, even if it's not the most financial stable just like choice that I can make. But I'm very excited for meeting people that help support me to do what I do every day. 
Now, is your family as supportive? Like your parents and everything like that? When you told them, like, because you said you were doing like surgery stuff. And then when you <laughs> you went from, I don't want to really do medical anymore. I want to do uh, gaming for the rest of my life. Were your parents and your family supportive? Did they understand? It's actually pretty interesting um, because my dad is an artist. And when he was 14, 15 years old, he sent in like an art. My dad's like in his 70s in an article or like a drawing like a cartoon to a guy in new york and he loved the cartoon thing and like they were like set propping up like we'll get you an art school all this other stuff my my grandpa told my dad my grandpa's very 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 wealthy he owns all these plots of lands he passed away but he owns all these plots of lands and 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 buildings and he owned you know he was in everything he was like a very big entrepreneur and okay stuff. So my dad, unfortunately, he, he was like, told my dad, you can't do anything in art. You need to do this job. You need to have a family. You need to do this, this, this. So pretty much pigeonholed him into doing work. And so when I told my dad, I was like, you know, the streaming thing, he's like, yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure I can do it full time. And, you know, and he was, I was like, and I'll move back to Ohio and do it because it was in Arizona. And he was 100% supportive. My mom's not really around much. Okay. Um, the rest of my family really isn't around like they're very successful in their own thing but we grew up where it's like we see each other once or twice a year we love each other but we yeah. don't need to be up each other's butts i get that so, i'm the same way yeah so they they so my dad was pumped he was like let's do it you want floating <laughs> shelves and led lights and right so he he was all he was all for it so oh, that's he, awesome um, yeah he's he pretty much set me up and stuff and it's also he's older and when you live like that where like it was just my dad and I was his only son and none of the family really comes around or, you know, it's like uh, my dad's my best friend. So it's, it's really nice to be back with him Yeah, because now we're like, we're vibing. It's, you know, I'm always around. I'm helping him out. He's out. So wait, this is weird having like a 72 year old roommate. And like, it's also <laughs> super weird when I go out or when I met my girlfriend and she, she was like, you still live with your parents or your dad. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And the after now she's like, Oh, this is, it's almost like you literally have a roommate I'm like yep <laughs> but yeah so it was, it was super big support uh you know my dad under my uh, bless his heart because like old people can be one of two ways but he's very forward thinking he understands times change you need to adapt in order to survive or do well so he was on board with it that's cool i mean that's really nice to be able to hear because there's definitely a lot of people like the dentist today they were like uh, I was like, I hope my mouth's not too hard for this podcast. And she's like, what do you do? I'm like, well, I stream on Twitch and I play video games and people give me that head tilt. They're like, what the fuck do you mean you play video games and people pay you? Like, I don't know, man. I just do it. And it, there's definitely a lot of people who don't understand. So for you to have a father who is that supportive of it, and that's really cool that you're able to do that and have that support in the background, too, because I know a lot of people just don't. That's one thing we need to stop doing as well. We need to stop devaluing content creators and whole like, and I think we also need to do it as casters as well. Like we don't just play video games. We are a goddamn business that makes so many PR moves. We're live every day. We're entertainers. Yeah, I agree. And, and we always have that thing where it's like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're just, we're just gamers or right. whatever else it is, <laughs> but we're, we're not like we're tech support, audio yes. technicians graphic designers, project managers, proje yeah, project manager, uh, networking, yes. uh, social media managers on top of that, like anything and everything you can think right. of. And I, I really do think I'm, I'm hoping that's one thing I hope we start getting into mm -hmm. is that people start seeing it as a real job because it is a real job. It takes a lot of work and I, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well too, but I have been trying to move forward and be like, yeah, I'm not just a, I'm, I don't just play video games. Right. Like, but we we like to make our efforts seem flawless right or easier but we need to we need to like put our foot down so people stop thinking they can just do it you know right absolutely um so your family is supportive of you and that's really cool hold on one second i should have probably done this first but i'm gonna pull up a picture for you and i want you to tell me how old this picture is because i i did my research on you and I want to know if your friends are as supportive of you as your family is. If I could find where I put it. 
Uh, I should have done this beforehand, but you know how it is. Oh, um, here good. it is. Okay. So this picture right here. I, I don't see it. I gotta, you, you don't have it pulled up. Here. I'll drag it into Discord. There we go. This one yeah, right here. Send that over. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I used to play football, man. Yeah. I don't. Okay. So, yeah, I was it. I was it. So, this is very interesting. I moved to Arizona. I skated for 13 years of my life. I made it in skateboard magazines and everything as Gnarly Nate. Yeah. I started playing bass. I, almost all those friends are still my friends. Skateboarding friends are true, they're real. And then I started playing basketball and I played college basketball, junior college, junior college, tried out for Arizona State, got cut from Arizona State, switched over to football this season because I wanted to go for it. This is actually semi-pro football team. Okay. I busted my butt with that. And then I tried out for the Canadian football team and it was the Toronto Argonauts. And they offered me like $19,000 a year to be on their practice squad. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. you, you really <laughs> love football. No, I'm not. I know. I'm just, I'm literally just gifted at like yeah. skateboarding and sports. Like just come now. I'm six foot four too. Right. But it never was like, I was like, I had, and that's one of the weird things is people, I feel they don't know my personality. They, they see me and yeah. I get this a lot where like, man, I hated you. You were a douche. You looked like a douche. <laughs> and then they start talking to me and they're like, oh, you're not like that at all. Right. It's like, yeah, my image doesn't portray who I feel like I, I may am. look like a douche, but I'm not. I'm actually really wholesome. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't have. But what's interesting about this whole thing is I don't have friends. Right. Like I have content creator friends. Like as soon yeah. as I started streaming, my old life completely disappeared. Like I still have those friends and stuff, but I feel like I'm I went from like being local being statewide to being global like i skipped even national like and i'm global because i have viewers all over the world right so i guess it's just it's just a different mentality and plus i'm older now so i'm like i never want to be wrapped up people are always in like the dumbest drama like oh my god do you see what Susie did no what did Susie do <laughs> Susie has an only fans now you can subscribe to it for nine dollars a month if you want to see i'm like if she gives it? me a 20 percent discount you got a deal <laughs> it's, but it's one of those things like i i don't right. i know i don't have time for petty stuff like, yeah i'm too goal oriented and i i really do just want to make something of myself to support my help support my girlfriend my girlfriend supports me though right, right. Now. i'm the sugar baby but um <laughs> but at the same time you know it's like i want to do i just want to better myself right and better you know make a better environment for S the loved ones that are around speaking of bettering yourself i have another picture here and i'm gonna drag it in as soon as i can to you um right here the big difference 2009 to 2013 like you were a skater boy but you got buff well it's because i found oh it's because i found out that i was good at sports yeah so i was 150 pounds but where, where did these are these on my don't worry my, about uh, it don't worry about how uh, i found them all right geez. i told you this is gonna be like narward i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna show you some stuff that you probably haven't seen in a while but um yes yeah, so i was 150 pounds on a skater and then uh i moved to arizona and i realized girls really like buff dude so, <laughs> so okay that, so that wasn't it 2014 i went from 205 to 235 so i put on wow. 30 pounds it was like that was like my breaking limit and as soon as i jumped past that i got really big and now i'm just uh now i'm just nerd so right and i mean you were six four back in 2009 as well right so you were just a, was, a pencil yeah. at six i hit six four in sixth grade i hit six it's foot sixth grade, grade? Yeah. holy crap there's some growing pains i, I bet <laughs> that sounds like some growing pains um and i never grew so they, everyone thought i was going to be like seven foot tall right I just never did anything oh. Then, I mean, so you played football, you were a skateboarder. Do you play any other sports in high school? Uh, I did not. I actually never played any. I played zero sports in high school. I was just a skateboarder. No. Um, okay. What about this picture here then? You you might not do sports, but you might remember Winston, right? Yeah, dude. This is like my, my old Facebook stuff. I thought I deleted all this. <laughs> I'm impressed with it. I literally saw my uh, my old Facebook was activated. And I was yeah. like, how did this get activated? I did not find it through your Facebook. I can tell you that right oh, there. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's Winston. That's my ex-girlfriend's horse. We don't talk about that. Uh, we won't say that it was an ex-girlfriend. It was just a really nice horse that you met. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, was that your first something. time on a horse? Yeah, they tried to give me this horse. 
I hate horses. <laughs> you hate horses? Yeah, they're terrible. Oh, okay. So I have I have one more picture. Hold on, let me pull it up on to the video first before I drag it into you. Just because you're an awkward dude and you're fun loving, and I I just I found this picture and I just want to know what's going on in it. Oh Jesus! Hold on. I want that son. There we go. I just I, I wanted to know the backstory uh, yeah. to this picture. Hey, damn, I look good. Look how buff I look. Look at that arm. <laughs> Holy shit. Those cargo pants, man, and those long socks, and I, I don't know what these sunglasses are, but you found them, and you're trying to rock them. Damn, where, I want to know where this came from. Uh, yeah, this uh, this was when I moved back to Ohio to finish up my schooling. This is literally right before I streamed. Okay. This was, like, the, like, right before I started streaming. Okay. Do you remember what year this was, or how old you I were, at least? I can't remember. No. This is, like... This is after basketball and stuff, so I'd probably say 2014, 15. Okay. Um, this is probably 14 because I think this is when I hit 235. What are you doing in this photo? Like, where is this? Is this like a Dunham's this or something? This is my old work. No, this is called Hibbets. This is like a Southern Dick Sports or some shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Dang, I look good. I was saying this. Photo. I told you. I did my research. Um, I actually, so in high school, right, um, you actually, did you go to high school in West Virginia? No, Ohio. No, you did go in Ohio? Okay, so I I saw something about, like, the Yellow Jackets or something like that. Was that your yeah, mascot? That, 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 no, that was that was the uh, the semi-pro football team. So that was in Battle Phoenix? Jackets. No, that was in West Virginia. Oh, that was in West Virginia. Okay. Did, was your coach, like, Terry Smith or anything like that? I don't even know. No? Okay. Can't you can't even was. remember? Nope. Okay, well, then we're not even going to talk about it. Not even going to talk about that. Um... <laughs> yeah uh i did my research i i so my background is security and uh investigations and stuff like that so i i was trying to find your past and try to figure out you know who you were back then so i could talk about it to you now you don't have any you don't did you happen to find any of my old basketball stuff i did not find any of the basketball stuff ah, good 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 <laughs> it, it was actually very interesting because when I was when I was trying out for the Canadian thing, okay, like the Canadian Football League, they're like, you need to delete everything off what you used to have and start anew. So I literally <laughs> had to delete everything. So I deleted oh, wow. everything. So that's so why I was like, I'm, you, like I don't know. Like these look like old Instagram photos. It doesn't look like the the new ones. Yeah, no. Um, this is actually from your personal Twitter. Oh shit! Yeah, you have you have a Twitter that you posted back in 2013. And those were what were left. I, I found, you know, your actual is it the name. Same Twitter is the one I am right here. No. Or is it? No. What? Yeah. Oh my God. You have an old awesome. Twitter that you haven't used, and it's your actual first and last name that I found. Yeah. And I mean, that that's fine. I don't even care yeah. about it. <laughs> Dude, what's crazy is like everyone always nowadays is like, man, I don't want my first and last name. I'm like, dude, they're going to find oh, it. Yeah. My, it's public information. So uh, I don't care if people know. Well just, yeah. Right. So. Um, I didn't know that I had one. This is a Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. Hmm. I, um, I wonder if I can. Yeah, that's it. that. Yeah, I used to be really, really, really big on sports and stuff like that, and uh, I never knew I knew uh, how to use at, Twitter prior. At n underscore Wilson twenty seven. Oh my god, that would be it. Yep. Hashtag inspiration, motivation, athlete football db cb defense x hooper asu uh marietta ohio yeah yep. oh my <laughs> god that, yep. damn i have 120 followers yeah oh, dude big, you're popular oh, dude, i was something else man <laughs> um, i wonder when yeah because i was in living in tempe at the time and then i moved back and then oh yep. wow the good old days man Damn, that was awesome, dude. <laughs> uh, dude, because there's so many photos that like were like disappeared and stuff like that. So yeah. I was trying to find anything and everything. There you go. Now you have access to some old memories. Yep. Now I gotta go delete it and make sure <laughs> wipe out the internet. <laughs> well, I'm glad I was able to bring those back to you and give you a little bit of uh kind of like a walk down memory lane. Yeah, that was. I mean, dude, it because like I said, they were like they're like you need to uh you need to wipe your your uh, everything you have and yeah. i was like okay like be you know and that's i guess it makes sense when you go in from like you know like a small town 
or like you lived in phoenix and san diego and you're out like drinking every weekend to like all right, well, now you're actually doing something with your life, so we need to change it. Right. And, I mean, I guess you look at it, right, like uh, these famous athletes and, you know, mu- uh, movie stars like Kevin Hart who posted ignorant stuff back, you know, how long ago? Ten years ago? And it's coming back and it's biting them in the ass. So they're like, you know, you probably should just delete everything right now and <laughs> you won't have to worry about it because – you know, something your opinions 10 years ago could change or the pictures that you posted you thought were funny or cute or clever are not funny or cute or clever anymore. You know? Yeah. So I mean, it makes I, sense. You know what's, what's crazy about it is I've been actually really PC over the whole entire year, like of the whole life for the most yeah. part of it. So I'm I'm pre- I'm not worried about it. The only thing I was worried about, which I openly will talk about, is there's a reason why your boy jump from 150 pounds to like 235 in such a short amount of time and that's why they wanted me to delete my stuff because uh. like i go to these anti-aging clinics and stuff and they're like yeah we need you to like get rid of all these things and we need to try to clear out evidence and stuff like that so i'm um, okay so speaking of like working with that type of stuff and working with companies and then wanting to have you delete social media posts and everything like that um, you do work with companies quite a bit. You've already talked about like Bethesda and everything like that. And you have a partnership with, uh, artesian builds. I mean, do you work with any other companies like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah I was, hold on. I guess I could say it. Like, I, I mean, I was, I was doing stuff with Logitech for years, but it wasn't even like, they didn't even make me put like, I have a post on Logitech. That has like maybe like 200,000 likes because it's like my setup. Yeah. I ended up tagging my old uh, tag instead of my new one. But okay. Yeah. So like I've, I've worked with companies in the past a lot. That's one of those things you got to shoot your shots with companies. Yeah. They will, they will test the waters and if they like you or you meet someone that likes you. They'll, they'll grow with you as, as you grow. Right. Which I, I thought was pretty interesting. I love your setup. You have a really badass looking setup. It's very clean, very well built. Um, did you make your desk or did you buy your desk? I had to make my desk. You had I, to make I, it. I literally, because I, you, one thing, if anyone's listening out there and was aspiring to be a uh, content creator, you want to sit with your knees, 90, your elbows, 90 ergonomics is very important. Um, well, if I sit up on anything and put my knees 90, I raise the desk on everything. Okay. So this desk actually sits six inches higher than an Ikea desk with risers. Right. So that's why, like, if you like, I have 27 inch monitors, everything kind of looks tiny or my chair looks tiny. Right. Because like, I'm so tall that when I sit, I need, so I just, I build it all myself. Like I got two by fours and plywoods and some screw and, uh, uh, I was like, well, if I spill anything on top of this plywood, it'd probably get weird. So I ended up <laughs> buying plexiglass. And, and oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, I have IKEA desks myself, but um, I I don't sit at ninety degrees. I sit crisscross applesauce nonstop, and that's how I sit in my chair. <laughs> yeah, man. But, it, it's, I'm telling you, you got You have to get the the right um, the right chair and the right like like even my secret labs. When I got my secret labs, it's yeah. like it's fully extended. And everything but man i'm telling you it will save you the difference between getting like weird cramps in your back or anything like i get i could sit i literally could sit in this chair for like three days without like worrying yeah. about anything i love my secret lab chair i mean it's it's great but i mean it kind of it has issues <laughs> we'll just say yeah. that I, um, I i decided to go with the uh i spent sixteen hundred dollars and bought me a herman miller chair and those are really I, nice i will net like at first, I was like, I don't understand why people like this chair. And now I'm like, holy <laughs> crap, I will never buy anything else. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Um, I have some chairs that I got from work at the hospital. They were just going to throw them out. And they were like, uh, yeah, throw these in the dumpster. I said, can I throw these in the back of my car? And they're like, yeah, I don't care. And they're actually like really expensive chairs. You know, office chairs are not cheap. And they, oh, I know. they're really nice. They're so comfy. I love them. But. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, my desk, my setup, everything is really cool. But, yeah, I worked with Logitech for a while. I, I hit up – it's actually really interesting because now, like, I hit up – I reached out to uh, HyperX, and I've been talking with them a little bit about it. But if you're if – first off, you're applying for sponsorships, do it in the first quarter or second quarter. Never do it in third or fourth quarter because they will not reply back to you. Yeah. They'd much rather not do that because you're already at the end of their 
uh, physical year. Right. Is it feasible year? I don't know what it's called. Fiscal, um, something like that. Yeah. So you want you always want to do it early. But I've been I've been like talking with HyperX about some things and Artesian's been super supportive. Um I mostly joined them because I wanted a graphics cards, but they're they're a super <laughs> awesome company. Right. Uh I you know, I I've reached out and I've done stuff with I, I always have someone in my uh DMs trying to get me to support something, but really it's like I, I don't just jump on the bandwagon for any company. Right. I have to make sure I actually trust the company or I back the yes. company. And that's like a really hard thing to do. And like you can get an agency. I mean, but I, I, I don't know. I'm going to try to do it all myself. I made the mistake by working with uh, Razor. And oh, yeah. When they had their streamer program come out and I was like, yeah, I'm going to jump on that. I already used their, pro- uh, their, their products. And I'm like, I kind of like these. You know, they have a really good design look to them. I didn't realize how like crappy the actual quality is. And... Um, I had broke three mice and I had to fight with them so much just to get them to replace my mice. And, uh, since then I've moved to uh, a small business that is out of Canada and the U S and they're a really small business called Venatos. And ever since I worked with them, like I bought their, their keyboard just because it looked cool on TikTok. And I was like, you know what? I need a new keyboard. I need a new mouse anyways. I bought their their combo package and it worked really well. And then they made, I was like, hey, can you guys make a full length keyboard? I would buy two of them. And they were like, actually, we're already working on it. And they came out with it. And I was like one of the first people to pre-order it. And now I have the full length keyboard and I love it. I love their products. Did and you get a full length keyboard? Yeah. That's with like number pad, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that's disgusting. What do you mean? I, I have not used a full-length keyboard in probably five years. Yeah, you want my 80% keyboard? I have two full length now. I'll get I'll send you my 80% keyboard. I am a 60% petite. I literally oh, okay. can't have I literally just need whatever's in the typing space. But it, it like I got so used to it that like I it like is I mean it's cool. But man, like sometimes like I go into stores and I look at how big a full keyboard is and I'm like, how do you move your mouse around? I have a big enough desk and I have a big enough mouse pad. My keyboard stays over to the left. I have plenty of mouse room. I I need the ma- the number pad. You know how mu- how much I type numbers? Like so yeah. much. Yeah, but once you get used to the one, two, three, four, it's no. like literally it's oh my god. Nope. That's too much. That's too much work. We're going to have to disagree on that one. Yeah, I can't, that, I can't well, yeah, do the every, one, two, three, four. I got so used to the function <laughs> function keys as well, too. Like, I, yeah. like, when I'm editing in Photoshop, I literally am using function keys because, like, alt and, like, control and, like, this weird little thing and a question mark is actually the arrow keys. And, like, it gets, it gets complicated, but it yeah. actually feels way better to me. I love it. I, I like function keys. I can agree with you there. Like, when I'm editing pictures and stuff like that, like... Yeah, I use function keys all the time, but I have to have that number. It just it feels wrong when I'm doing like budgeting and like taxes and stuff like that. And I'm using like the one, two. I feel so unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, dude, I, you know, each their own, dude, each their own. Okay. Uh, so we'll wrap it up here. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to just talk about anything that's upcoming, like any projects or anything that you are excited about that's coming out that you want to talk about and promote. I have absolutely nothing. I'm going to be, I will, I'm going to, but this is going to be my last little thing. It'll probably be like five, 10 minutes long though. Uh, I will admit that one thing I want to do is, uh, uh, one thing I want to do is I, well, now that the internet's back, I'm going to be full time. I'm going to do, I'm not sure if you're watching any Devin Nash's stuff. I'm going to be splitting my content up. So I'm going to be like streaming, but then I'm going to do like a YouTube segment segment on my stream. And then so I'll like so I know that's going to be 10, 15 minutes long and then I'll cut it and edit down later. I just I just want to post more like YouTube, TikTok and everything, you know? Yeah. Like okay. I know that like it doesn't get you that like that much conversion rate at all from TikTok to your Twitch or YouTube. Your Twitch is a little higher or anything else. But I just I just want more people to know who I am and know of me. That's right. all I got. I don't have anything else. I mean, hey, that's awesome. I mean, drop your socials. Let's, where, where should people find people find you? Uh, twitch.tv slash gnarly would be that and then everything else is literally gnarly was taken 
Okay. That, I mean, that's easy enough. So people should be able to find you. I, I yeah. just want to say thank you for sitting down with me and being able to talk. And uh, we learned about a lot of awesome things about you and where you came from and where you're going. So hopefully everything goes up and you just keep grinding. Absolutely. And thank you guys out there listening right now. Thank you so much, uh, Zombie, for having me. Uh, I was also having my booster shot, so I was a little sick, so I'm a little scatterbrained, but uh, <laughs> definitely try to stay on track. And uh, thank you for having me, man. Perfect, man. Thank you so much. And that's it. That's the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and being here with me today. And thank you to Gnarly for letting me pick his brain. I got to learn that we have a lot in common and he's a really awesome guy who's got a lot of experience in the industry. So it was really cool to be able to talk to him. And if you guys have an idea of who I should interview next, that's a gamer, geek, or nerd content creator, let me know on Twitter. It's at zombiehugs underscore, or you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash zombiehugs. And until next time, I'll see you guys. Gamers, Geeks, and Nerds podcast. Have a good night.